For over 10 years, Grammarly has been powered by AI technology that you trust and rely on. With one click, you and your team can easily brainstorm, rewrite, and reply quickly with suggestions based on your context and goals. More than 30 million people rely on Grammarly to help them with their writing today. From important emails to send, cover letters to submit, or presentations to finalize, you'll be amazed at what you can do with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health, your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com slash hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. And welcome to another adventure in the Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Jared Lasky, and I want to pray a blessing upon all of you right now in Jesus' name. I want to encourage you guys to share this episode of Adventures in the Spirit podcast available on Facebook, multiple pages on Facebook right now. The audio is available on available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So please subscribe, Charisma, Spotify, Google, Libsyn, Apple, amazing places. And also, don't forget that I have a free download available for you, Three Secrets to Dialogue with the Holy Spirit. That link is provided for you. It's available for you to opt in to receiving this free download and being on our email list. And you could opt in or out whenever you want, no pressure. But we exist to see Jesus awaken this generation to the power of his amazing, wonderful, incredible Holy Spirit. So I want you to draw near to him. So that's why I offered those free resources available for you. But guys, I'm excited for my very special guest today. I have John Natali. He's a prophetic minister. He has John Natali Ministries. He travels extensively nationwide. He gives prophetic leadership, prophetic direction through social media. He releases prophetic words over individuals, over church bodies, over governments, to all nations. He's got the heavy oil of the power of God upon his life. He's here to encourage, restore, inspire, and help direct people so they can facilitate their destiny. Guys, I'm excited for this. Please help me welcome John Natali to Adventures in the Spirit. John, welcome. Hallelujah. Thanks, Jared. Thank you for having me. Well, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. John, I'd love to hear how you came to know Jesus and then how, how he called you into your current ministry, what God has you doing now. So if you could share some of your testimony just to encourage us. I'd love that. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I wrote a book actually called um, Journey of Destiny. And it was um, about my life, how I was raised in alcoholism, drug abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse. I was um, one of four kids conceived out of drunkenness. Um, all my siblings are a year and a half apart. I was nine years later and got saved pretty much around ni 1977. I was 11 years old through pretty much a divine encounter or I used, I used to wake up in the morning when my, you know, my mom was already, you know, messed up already. Uh, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of alcohol. 
and the spirit of the Lord just came in, you know, I'm making a real long story short, but in that time period, I remember being in my, in my living room and I could hear all this crazy thunder and lightning, Jared, crazy. And I remember being really, really scared. And I remember opening up my eyes and looking outside the window of the sliding doors and it was sunny out and I can hear all this lightning and thunder. Next thing you know, I heard the voice of the Lord coming in and said, there was a change coming, a change for all. And I can remember falling out of the bed at just a 10 and a half, 11 year old kid and just feeling this overwhelming sensation of, of the presence of God. And, and that was like the beginning and my brother Vinny getting saved and my brother, my mother getting saved and my father getting saved, my mother getting supernaturally healed of alcoholism and stuff like that. But it all started at that age. But the crazy thing about it was, as how I've told people this before, you know, God speaks to people all the time. It doesn't even mean you don't need to be a believer because that's what a loving father does with his kids. He speaks to his kids. So I remember being, I was doing some bad stuff by the time I was eight, nine, 10 years old, like real bad stuff. And I can remember at that such a young age, having this crazy conviction upon me and telling my friends we weren't supposed to do what we were doing. And they were like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Who's telling you this? And I said, God's telling me this. I don't even know who God is and nor who this voice is, but I, I knew it was it had authority. And I can remember, you know, before the encounter with God, sh you know, sharing my heart and having this heaviness of, you know, this isn't right, but nobody was telling me right and wrong. I didn't have parents that were instilling values in me and convictions. And the Lord was prepping me and I had no idea. He was actually using scenarios to get my attention. He was actually getting the attention of my inner man until he had that vulnerable moment in time when I was alone because I didn't, as I said, my parents were both messed up and there, there was no really pouring in a foundation. And all of a sudden, the suddenly of God hit me, 10 and a half, 11 years old. And then by the time I was 17 and a half, 18 years old, I was already six years later, six and a half, seven years later, I was already operating at a capacity of the youth pastor, youth minister in my church. And that's where it all started. But yeah, it was, it was a supernatural suddenly where the Lord came in and divine just came in that Kairos moment of time and awakened me through just a divine encounter throughout. It wasn't anybody that did it. It was just, it was his grace. And that's what he needed to do for a son at that time that had really nobody. Amen. That's amazing. And then how, how did God prepare you and then call you into the prophetic ministry now that you're speaking over governments and churches mm -hmm. and real high office of the fivefold ministry? Well, I'll tell you what. I've talked about this so many times. It doesn't obviously doesn't come with a price without a price. And I started ministry, like I said, 18, 17 and a half years old, 18 years old, and then going to church. And as time got, you know, time went by becoming, you know, coming on staff in different churches and, and having a crazy encounter with a move of God in Wyckoff, New Jersey for three years. But then all of a sudden, you know, it all started, you know, there was three different impartations before the Lord allowed me to get into that governmental level. I had to have an infilling of three different types of impartations to equip me. And one was, one was the, was, was the, the intimacy and the worship end of it. Uh, and that was through a ministry called Eagles Wings out of Buffalo, New York, where the, the Lord used them over the course of two or three years and poured in intimacy and understanding intimacy 
and the presence of God, because there's such a difference between the presence and the power, but you need both. You can't just dwell on the other. So over the course of several years of being poured in, just really recognizing and, and developing intimacy, that then graduated as I was on staff in a church in New Jersey to soul winning and getting a passion for souls and getting connected to the river and Rodney Howard Brown and TZM Ministries and serving them for a few years. And I actually just came back. You probably saw it on our social media. We came back from the river of Tampa Bay and spending several seasons with them and getting the impartation for people and the passion for lives. And then from there, as we moved on from that, then I had the opportunity to get connected in 2004 after a crusade in Michigan for nine weeks in 2002 with the river, as I came back home to New York, we got connected with Gateway Christian Fellowship in West Haven, Connecticut, and Brian Simmons, who's the author of the Passion Translation, who was my spiritual father. And I got to work with the likes of Bob Jones and Paul Keith Davis's and, and John Paul Jackson. And I spent several years under that prophetic mantle. And that was imparted. But then it was this was all prophesied as well throughout the years that there would be law enforcement and a governmental level. And throughout all of the years of, of, you know, I had four kids at the time up until 2004. And then the fifth, then the, the fifth child came and operating in different positions, worship leader, youth pastor, uh, associate pastor, worship leader, and then just continuing to move forward and move forward and understanding. And the Lord spoke to me many years ago and he said, John, in order for you to truly understand the relevancy of what you're going to finally engage in, you have to experience all the things that will make you codependent on me completely. So we experienced significant areas of where our finances weren't where they were supposed to be. We needed to get into that place of complete trust because I'd worked in an aeronautical industry for many years and I actually came out of it in 1999 having the understanding that, oh, I'm just going to go into full-time ministry, retiring, everything's good. But it wasn't that way. The Lord, I actually got laid off as a company, had a major layoff. And I got laid off on April 30th, 1999. And we went through our severance pay, we went through our our, our savings, went through our unemployment. And there was nothing with four kids. And then all of a sudden, the Lord kept speaking to me and over and over again, I'm going to bring you into this position, but you got to trust me. And I'm, I'm, I'm purifying you now. So you've been dependent on man. Now you're going to be dependent on me fully. And then it wasn't until 2001, as I was working a somewhat part-time to full-time job just to get some finances in the home, I remember um, an individual from the river who was in Michigan, my cell phone went off one night uh, as a voicemail in the winter of 2001. And my wife and I hear it. And all of a sudden, the minister who was ministering in the crusade in Michigan said to me, I saw your face. You're supposed to be out here. I believe you're supposed to be out here. You think you're supposed to take a step of faith. My wife and I made that choice that night where to go. And and then the summer of 2002, we said, okay, Lord, we're, we're here, Lord, send us. And he said, okay, now it's over. You're, you're, you're going to jump out of the boat now and take a major step of faith and never go back. And we left that job, four kids, $500 to our name, got in a minivan and drove to Saginaw, Michigan, 14 hours from New York and stayed there nine weeks without any offerings, without any checks coming in and just trusted God and came home. And now we're in our 
20th year. And as 20 years passed, God did some amazing things, but it wasn't until 2004, five and six, when the Lord said, you're going to do something very significant in a prophetic way in the nation, but it's not going to come when you think it's going to come. And it's not going to come in the way you think it's going to come. So 12 years later, it wasn't until almost 12 years where all of a sudden 2015, I have this dream, 2003 and a half, 2015, I have this dream about Donald Trump in a conference center in a hotel. And I see two angels standing alongside of him walking out. They were like eight feet tall. And I said to him, are you prepared to be president of the United States? And he just looked at me and grinned. I said, are you prepared to be president of the United States? And he just looked at me again. And the Lord said, I need you to understand I'm setting you up for a governmental platform. This is where it's going to begin. But because I had a dream about him many years prior while he was just working in New York, especially in a shipping business. And I went into his office and the Lord sat me down and I asked him, I said, the Lord has need of you. And he goes, what do you need? And I, I came up with this crazy number. It was 30,000. I said, 30,000. And he says, I'll, you know, I'll give what is needed to fund the kingdom. And the Lord reminded me of this dream in 2015 that it wasn't about a man in an office named Trump. It was about how he was going to open up the ability to advance the kingdom and give greater freedom to the body of Christ. Then I have this dream about him becoming president and I released it. And then it, CBN got wind of it and everything. But as I said before, this all didn't come until 2003 and a half, four and a half, five and a half, six of sitting under great prophetic people in the nation connected to Kim Clement as well and gleaning from them and sitting in private meetings with them and, and listening to them in, in the impartation, but knowing God saying it wasn't going to come without a price because the in this capacity, even though I had a gift of prophecy years ago and speaking individually or over a church, but going into the corporate level, now going onto a governmental level, you had to go through crazy fire to see that your character and, you, and your integrity outweigh your anointing. And that this isn't about just making a name for yourself because the, the, the prophetic road is, is a more of a lonely road and there's more against you than for you. And you have to understand that you have to truly be guarded just like a seal or a ranger. You have to know where to go, when to go, how to go. And you can't just have every, every, any Tom, Dick or Harry around you because those people that are around you, if they're not trained like you, will actually cause you to stumble because they haven't been trained or called to go into that arena. So it's been a serious several years of sensitivity to the Holy Spirit that is such a high price that when you're speaking this on this level, and especially into governments or nations, you can't miss it. It has to be truth. It has to be accurate because it's if it's there's 5% off, it's not God. And you take the, the, the level of accountability of it. Of it's not about me. It's about God. But I'm just a voice. But at the end of the day, I just want to make his name be known. And I want his name to be famous on the earth and helping people hear the voice of God for themselves. Amen. I love that. Do you want the power of God to be evident in your life? Do you need to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit? Are you curious about the spiritual gift of speaking in tongues? And do you want it in your life? My wife and I have a free e-course available for you called The Baptism with the Holy Spirit, where you will learn the biblical truth and spiritual reality of the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And you'll hear true stories of how people receive the promised gift. 
The videos in this e-course will expand your knowledge and understanding of the Holy Spirit baptism. You'll be drawn closer in relationship with the Holy Spirit and receive prayer and activation into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can also go through it with a small group of friends, a church class, or a discipleship group. You could download the accompanying PDF for each lesson and apply the principles to your life and take the action steps. Your faith will grow as you read the scriptures, watch the videos, and participate in the activation. The gift is for you. The gift is for today. The gift is to empower your spiritual life. We know that you will finish this course with a divine empowerment that comes through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So start your journey today. Go to charismacourses.com collections and click on Jared Lasky and enroll in the baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. Yes, there is a price to pay for the anointing. There's a price that people walk through that, that people tend to not talk about. And we, we get strife from different directions. Maybe there's even family situations that can happen, pain, grief. Can you describe some of the spiritual warfare or some of the, the things that, that you've experienced? Oh, wow. But then how you were transformed through it? Because there is a transformation as we pay the price where it's no longer us. We're just completely, completely surrendered. And despite the opposition or the trolls or the negative articles against us, whatever is going on, you know, there is a transformation. And then we see a greater harvest from that. Well, yeah, it's one of the keys in this capacity that I've experienced throughout my life is the enemy hates truth and religion hates truth. That's why in the prophetic in the nation, especially prophetic people or so-called, you know, prophets, the terminology prophet today is not accepted in the United States on a, on a majority because it got goofy. Many people yeah. abused it. I've, you know, I've taken people on the road in my past and trained them and raised them up in ministry. And they, you know, they, and I learned and they got a word. Oh, I have a word. I'm going to release it. And I and I go, the next thing you know, you're releasing stuff that is absolutely untrue. You have to understand, you have to decipher, you know, what is God? What isn't God? Your, your, your relationship with the Lord, your sensitivity to the voices has to be absolutely critical. But the crazy things that I've experienced in my wife, not just me, because in a, in a prophetic mantle or an office the enemy doesn't just doesn't just come after you right he'll come after your wife he'll come after your kids i tell this to all my friends all the time and people that want to connect me because people want to connect all the time you have to understand what you're going to deal with if you connect to us because we're just speaking truth and the truth sets the captive free and religion hates it and i get like i said more attack from religious people than the world because when they look at it and it's like so many people said they believe that the prophetic doesn't prophets don't exist today. And it's it's I don't even know where they're getting that in the words. Does the word the word of God doesn't even say that. But warfare that has come against me, you have to be sensitive and also I'll get into some crazy warfare, but you have to understand the price that comes against you. I have a saying. The, only, the enemy only has access where authority is given. You don't give him any room, because especially in the realm of truth, over the course of the last several years, we've seen a nation, a government, literally discrediting and dishonoring the word truth. Truth, there's, it's, everything's false. Everything is a lie. It's a lying spirit. That's called the spirit of Antichrist. And that's another spiritual, that's another story for another day. But in the course of, since I've started in 2016, 2015, right up to now 2022, I've had more attacks against me and my family than I could, I mean, I'm accusation, 
lies, people coming against you, false misrepresentations to try to bring you down. And to the point where at points, at times where it felt like you almost did going after family members, going after children, you know, and, and trying to bring them down, trying to get you discouraged and the level of intensity. But the enemy doesn't realize that. See, he's not he's not all knowing. He's not omnipotent. He thinks he, he won. So he throws these attacks at you. And every time the, the enemy has thrown a significant attack at us. The Lord has given me a word about what's going to take place by the very people that he's used to come attack us. And that all manifested over the course of time. I mean, to the point where people I've even had social media platforms shut me down in certain things. And I hold my ground. And next thing you know, social media platforms the following day or two are apologizing and saying, we, we, we got this wrong, but they didn't get it wrong. But the enemy is such a liar. The Lord scrambles up everything. And, and what they think is good is evil. And what they think is evil is good. And next thing you know, you're releasing something that's so God and so true. And they're shutting it down on everybody else. But they're, but they're apologizing to you and putting it back because they have no authority. So, yeah, there was so, there was so much warfare that has come against us. Like I said, we've experienced finances, physical, psychological, um, family members. You know, you, you know we're... The enemy's trying to displace family members or people that loved you and all of a sudden can't stand you. People that, you know, and you'll see who your friends are because it, they don't want to be uncomfortable. Right. You know, and the thing about that's what the whole thing became with the church over the course of the last year and a half is that the enemy tried to. I've said this since this whole thing started, you know, in 2020 yep. was the enemy's sole purpose to put fear in the body of Christ and cause great division. And dishonor, and it's, it's, it was never about a man. It was never about a person going back in an office or a person that was in office saving the world. Obviously, God can use anybody he wants, but it was to separate the bride. When the enemy was going after Donald Trump in 2016 to 2020, every day it was discredited, dishonored, you know, every day just trying to defame someone. When the Lord doesn't look at our past, he's concerned with what's going on in your heart now and you know, he doesn't even care about tomorrow. He says, let tomorrow care for itself, right? But he doesn't remind us of how bad we were as we reconcile unto him. But we noticed, I saw that as a spiritual condition of, the, well, listen, the enemy's not coming after a man. The enemy's coming after a bride right. to try to displace us and cause division so we're not in unity. But now it's not even about a person that was in office four years ago, a couple of years ago. It's about bringing absolute discredit, dishonor, as they're throwing everything in front of you to show you that God is not in control. We are. And the more you come against unrighteousness, the more the enemy tries to silence you. And like I said, so many people have, you know, this, that, this, that. And it's like, it just makes you stronger because any Navy SEAL, any Army Ranger, they're not intimidated by the enemy. The actually the, the intensity, the greater the battle. It's I've no concern about the enemy whatsoever. Just like David did when he ran at Goliath. I'm not interested in who you are, what you are, how big you are. This isn't a natural battle. Natural weapons do not have authority over spiritual reign. Nice. So yeah, it was. We've experienced a lot of a lot of stuff coming against us, and it literally exposes the spiritual condition of the church. When leaders are coming against something that's so simple and so true, as I said this so many times before, 
you're either hearing the enemy's voice or you're hearing God's voice. There isn't multiple voices, there's only two voices. And today what we do is we're finding ourselves, so many people are settling because they don't want their feathers to be ruffled or their, you know, they don't want their shoes to be stepped on. They, they want it to be, I don't, I don't want to lose my this or I don't want to lose my that. Look what took place right after the election. Ministries were reneging on what they were saying and switching gears and changing their ministry and apologizing. Right. You know, I'm like, what are you apologizing for? You said what God told you to say. If you're apologizing, then you just admitted you're not hearing from God correctly. And if you're not hearing from God correctly, then that platform that you have has now become null and void. So you have to have super confidence in what you're saying, what you're believing. And that's just the way it is. And know that there's going to be crazy stuff that come against you, but it's going to be okay because this is it's a part of the territory. And I already see beyond it. I'm not, I, that stuff in front of me doesn't move me. It's what I'm called to do, and I'm not here to please you. I'm I'm here to please him. That's right. So it doesn't matter. And if, if people, God is awakening a nation. What we're seeing right now in the nation over the course of the last several months has been amazing. See, they thought they were going to cause a nation of silence and, and shrink back, but all they did was rise up. And God is using every individual, and he'll use anyone. And you'll see people are like, no, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. This is not how it is. It's not the way it's going to go down. I'm going to stand for righteousness and I'm not going to settle for wickedness. Even the word of God, when you see the word of God, Jared, when it talks about so many people get Romans messed up when it talks about submitting to authorities, meaning that if you're if you're not submitting to authority that's operating in righteousness, it's sin. But if you're submitting to, as a believer, submitting to authority that's operating out of wickedness, that's the spirit of Antichrist. That's unbiblical because he doesn't tell us to submit to wickedness. That's right. He tells it so you so many people will 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 interpret it the way it works for them and how I see it and how it works for me. But it doesn't work that way. First of all, we don't interpret it the way we want to interpret it. We insert the Holy Spirit interprets it. And you've got to have ears to hear and eyes to see what it says so you can move forward and, and make the impact in a nation that you're called to make in this present hour. Amen. I'm in full agreement with you there, man. And I love conversations. That's why I do what I do with this podcast. But I've been censored, you know, and, and then there are times where I, I won the appeal and there was no reason given or no apology given. There was one time they apologized. This last time, just a few weeks ago, just nothing, no response given, but they just gave me back access and things like that. But I just want to share God's love, God's truth, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit, see lives change and transform. Right. Can, you, can you speak into just the, the next couple minutes about stepping into government authority as, as a prophetic minister, uh, stepping into that and speaking into that? And then you, you already hit on something about the awakening. Can you share what you see God is doing in America in the days ahead? Absolutely. You know, thank you, God. We just... Uh... Just the, the time of, of speaking into a nation, one of the things that God spoke to me very clearly, because a lot of people will, will challenge me. A lot of people will question, send me messages, emails, oh, you're endorsing an individual. And I said, I don't endorse people. I've said it so many times. I don't endorse people. I endorse God. It doesn't matter who is in office. It doesn't matter what your name is. I just tell people, I just tell people God's telling me to talk, what he's trying, wants me to, wants me to say, simply because he's just using an individual at that time. He uses individuals to help facilitate an advancement of the kingdom of heaven. So yeah, so it just, the, 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 the interesting thing, what God is doing right now is just, he's 
elevating. He's elevating specific people, whether it's, it could be a child, it could be an individual, it could be a movie actor. It could be, I had a prophecy. Come on, God. I had a prophecy about Denzel Washington in January of 2020, 2022, 2022 prophesied about it. You can find it on our, all our social media platforms, January of 2022. The next thing you know, Dan Bongino writes about him a couple of days ago about how he's coming against the critics and the news media. And as I got, and I got hammered, come on, God. I've got hammered because I re released a word about Denzel Washington. God can't use him. He's this, he's that. Now I'm like, God will use whoever he wants. So yeah, right. in this this whole governmental thing, the, you know, the, the this whole thing of just pushing and blaming. Listen, I say many, many times, even regarding the current president of the United States, and I said, you need to pray for him. You need to pray for him. You need to pray for Kamala Harris. You need to pray for everyone in his office. That you, the Lord doesn't, doesn't want us to hate anybody. Doesn't matter if you voted for him or not, you love them and you pray for them, that their hearts would be completely open to hear the voice of the king, to hear the voice of the lamb. But it, you've got to be willing to, and, 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 and you know, just unexpectedly or suddenly, God will use you in that capacity to release the word, even in that, in that challenging time or in that Kairos moment where all of a sudden it doesn't look like, oh, you're being received or this is a word that they censored. But it doesn't matter if they censor it because it already got through. It doesn't matter if yeah. they bring it down. Yeah. It already got through because the Holy Spirit is getting it to wherever he needs to get to. That, I, don't, I don't keep my, 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 uh, my trust. Come on, God. Psalm 20, is it 27? I think it's Psalm 27. Um, so those who put their trust in chariots and horses, but we put our trust in the Lord. Just because I released the word on social media, if Facebook wants to take it down, you go right ahead. It doesn't matter simply because the, the Holy Spirit, if he's called me to release it, I release it. It's already in the atmosphere. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's going to do it, take it wherever he wants to take it. They don't control the, the word of the Lord. They don't control the, the omniscient, omnipresent all-knowing, come on, God, word of the Lord that's going all in and around the, the nation or the country or governments or the world, whatever. But crazy, just the, the, the relevancy of and the depth of what God is doing in the nation right now on a prophetic level, because what you're seeing right now is a situation where, as I said before, you have a, you have a David and a Goliath and you have and Goliath is standing there with intimidation. And that's what you're seeing in the nation. It's called intimidation intimidation of trying to such so oppress you with the words with not even the actions it's the words because goliath remember never moved forward he positioned he postured himself in a place of authority and never moved forward he waited and kept calling out where's your champion where's your person and the lord will use the least of likeliest of people to bring down that stronghold See, and, and just like Saul was the king, the, the Lord had, the Lord knew Saul wasn't the answer. Saul was the king. He had the highest authority in with the army of Israel. And he brings this individual, 15, 16, 17-year-old kid, 100, probably 120 pounds, 130 pounds, to recognize that this is a spiritual battle. And when you understand the spiritual battle, when you look at it, what did David do? In order for the body of Christ to move forward, he had to prophesy. He prophesied, but he also saw ahead. He wasn't interested in what he saw. What he saw didn't move him because he, he knew the promise and he knew the victory. And that's what the, right now what the, God, what the Lord is doing in the prophetic, in the prophetic office. He's causing those that are not afraid. John 1.5 says, 
for light overcomes darkness and darkness doesn't comprehend it. And that's a story for another day, how the enemy doesn't know the outcome of any events. He's not allowed to know the outcome simply because if he did, he'd carry an attribute of Jesus. He's not allowed to carry any attributes of Jesus. If he carries any attributes of Jesus, then the Bibles become null and void. He can't carry one attribute. He's the father of lies and he has no understanding of tomorrow. That's why the word of God says the darkness doesn't comprehend it. So the darkness can't even comprehend the light simply because he's been scrambled where everything's all defragmented, all messed, I mean, fragmented and messed up. And the cutting word, you know, that, that word, that rhema word, that now word of people are not, not afraid. So he said, he said, today you'll lose your head. Today, who are you that you should come against the, 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 the come on, the very things of God. And he speaks and declares in the atmosphere and he ran at him. Remember when he runs at him, yeah. And, and Goliath said, why do you run at me like a dog? So the enemy, the enemy didn't even realize why I was running at you. I wasn't running at you to, to hit you with a sword. I was running at you because I'm, I'm excited about engaging in this simply because the authority that I have in, in, that's inside my heart is so far greater than the very authority that you have. You have no authority. And that's what, what's, what God is doing is rising up in people. So it's a very interesting time that we live in. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. This was a powerful conversation. John, could you pray for us, for those listening in? Can you pray for us to have boldness, courage, you know, walk through the fire, you know, come out transformed in Jesus' name? I want to encourage people, fear not. Fear not in Jesus' name. So, John, can you pray for yeah, us? Absolutely. Father, we just, we just thank you so much, God. And we just give you all the praise. We give you all the glory, God. We just ask you right now, God, for every individual that's listening, every individual that's watching, God, that they would not carry, Father, the spirit of fear, but they would carry the, 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 the power and the spirit of a sound mind, God. Right now, God, that their mandate, God, their destiny, their future, the very things that they're called to do, whether it's, Lord, to be a watchman on a wall, Father, whether it's whatever capacity, whatever position they're in, that they would rise up, God, and not have any fear. It would be a holy yeah. boldness, God. We just speak forth right now, God, that no, no fear, no intimidation, no dishonor, nothing would be allowed to commit. I pray right now, God, and I speak forth that every individual, as it was said earlier, the enemy only has access where authority is given, would close the door to the very things that they've been struggling with. Close the door for the very things that they've been dealing with. Because the season that we're in right now, God, it's a season, God, where there's we have ability, we have authority, God, and there's the, the path has been cleared to, to move forward. And I come against the spirit of fear that it was that was released in this nation, God, and around the world, God, in, in March of 2020, that is broken off right now in Jesus' name, especially the church, God, as, was, as I was in at the river, Father, last week, and Rodney was, Pastor Rodney was talking about, God, the, the rocks and the Holy Spirit, that we would just shut the door to fear, rise up, God, and, and, and recognize what we have, who's inside of us, the authority that's been given to us, the authority, God, that's been released inside of us to do exploits in your name, Jesus, that, Father, we would be like David's, God. We would be like Elijah's, God, on top of that mountain, God, with 450 prophets, God, and not afraid of what we see in the natural, God. But we would rise up and the bride would rise up in unity, God, in this nation, Jesus, in this nation, in this, right, in this time right now, June 2nd, 
2022, God, as we're halfway through this year, God, in the second quarter, that there would be a monumental shift in the bride, God, and they would recognize, Father, and it just, Father, just receive that true thing, God, that just comes in, that true authority and that true power to operate and to manifest, God, and to, to release, God, the word of the Lord in Jesus' name. We call that right now from the top of their head down to the soles of their feet in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. John, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you for more information or get some resources? Well, you can go to our, our website, which is johnnatale.wordpress.com. We have thousands of Word on, on there and since like 2013. We've been doing it for so long, but thousands of Word, johnnatale.wordpress.com um, and all of our, our itinerary, how you can connect, how you can support. Uh, all our social media apps, whether it's Truth Social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, is all Real John Natalie, Telegram, YouTube, J Natalie Ministries, and our email is realjohnnatalie at gmail.com. But we're so thankful for all the people that have been praying for us. Most importantly is the prayers, Jared. Um, we need, you know, wherever God sends us, whether it's to D.C., to, to go boots on the ground like we do every year and pray for the nation, pray for our government, uh, that not one would be lost. You know, we come, you know, um, with the mindset of, you know, listen, God, I'm not asking you to remove this guy, remove this guy, remove this guy. I'm asking you, God, to to be to allow cause people's hearts to change. Amen. You want to know what's crazy, Jared? I, yeah. I remember saying this one time to people. I said, listen, you guys, everybody wants, you know, we prophesy to just let's let's look at it this way. You know, we said, oh, this person's going to be in office. Then this person's not going to be in office. Then this person's going to be back in office and blah, blah, blah. Because, Lord. The Lord, I mean, that was a word I released in many, many months ago before the election. Um, but here's the thing. What happens if all of a sudden the acting president of the United States got radically saved? Amen. Would you want him still out? What happens if the vice president all of a sudden got, you know, the Holy Spirit found me in the middle, found me in the middle of the night and awakened me. Would you still want them to see? We become an individual where we, individuals where we want, something to meet our needs and most of the time when we're angry it's because we have our own issues and we though and we think those issues those corrections are going to fix us at the end of the day the president is going to stop your destiny vice president is going to stop your destiny the only person is going to stop your destiny is you if you give up they're not going to change who you are they're not going to change me from traveling you know when the gas prices go up to four or five dollars a gallon does god not bigger than that yeah. Okay. Right. Whether it was $2, you know, we got to stop reminding people oh, it was $1.96 when it was, you know, when Trump was in office and now it's, you know, 475 or 480 in some places in the East Coast. But is God not bigger than that? Um, of course he is. But is God, does God have a plan for this nation? Yeah, he does. Does God have a plan for the administrations? Yes, he does. And at the end of the day, it's not about who's in power. It's about who he uses to advance the kingdom. So right now, we're in a state right now where the, the body of Christ is being more and more awakened to recognize and to hear his voice and to trust him more than they trust man. You can't trust man. Man doesn't dictate your destiny. God does. Yeah. But that's my prayer. But does God use people? Is God finished with somebody? Is he, has he finished his course? No, he hasn't finished his course. He has, yes, he has another chapter to his book left to finish. But it's about the kingdom of heaven. It's about Jesus. So we just let it go just like Abraham did. A lot of people will say to me, Jared, come on, God. A lot of people will say to me, well, you must have got it wrong. 
you know, because he's not in office. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. So does God change his mind? No, no, no. But his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Why would he tell? Come on, God. Why would he tell Abraham to sacrifice your son when he has no interest at all in wanting you to sacrifice his son? Why would he tell you to sacrifice his son? Because we look at it on a natural realm. We look at it and we interpret it the way, oh, he wants him to kill him. No, he, you know, I want you to lay down your son, your only son. But you look at it in natural terms, in, our, in the way we were trained to think. And, but God didn't change his mind because he can't change his mind. Because there's no plan Bs, there's only plan As. Just like the Shunammite woman, when, the, when, she, came to the, when she came to the prophet, and, 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 and what did she say to the prophet? Don't lie to me anymore. She had, he had come back many times prior to that to tell her she was going to have a son. And then, but did the Lord tell her that down the road that son was going to lose his life? No. He said, you're going to have, you're going to have a child this year. But he didn't tell her you're going to lose your son. This next thing you know, a woman who didn't have faith for a child has faith for a resurrection. He'll use specific situations to help people rise up and then restore it. Come on, God. Amen. And restore it. So he uses that. Abraham, what did he do? He, he, he said, let it go. Give me the one thing that you love the most. And release it to me so I can show you how much I love you. And then I'm going to give it back to you. The Shunammite woman. I want to tell you you're going to have a child. But then you, know, you have no idea you're going to lose the child. But you're really not going to lose the child. Because I already know the child's coming back. But I'm going to use that to increase your faith even more. Come on, God. Over and over and over. Elijah says to Elijah, you can't have what I have unless you see the chariots coming. Unless you see the fire. It's not about just getting the double. It's about you're having the eyes to see and ears to hear and getting out of the natural realm of seeing things and hear and seeing in the spirit realm and understanding the deeper things. And if people could get their spiritual eyes open to what's been taking place over the last, you know, since 2016, you'll understand the mystery of what's happening, that this whole thing is the bullseye is the church. Amen. It's not a man called Donald Trump. Everybody. And when you get awakened, you'll have an understanding to what's taking place. Amen. You know, I called this the high cost of the anointing about prophecy. I might want to have a subtitle, a word for America, a word <laughs> for America. Guys, thank you so very much for joining into Adventures in the Spirit. Don't forget to subscribe and always share Adventures in the Spirit. It's available on all podcast platforms. And I'm, I'm going to have John back to this <laughs> podcast probably in the next few months if Amen. it works for his itinerary. Amen. So, John, thank you so much for being my special guest. Oh, my pleasure. It's an honor. So much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. Jeep Adventure Days is going on now. Hurry in for great deals on a great selection of Jeep brand vehicles. Now get 10% below MSRP for an average of 6903 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Wrangler 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 6903 average based on 10% below average MSRP from all 2023 Wrangler 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 10-2. Jeep is a registered trademark.